What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thirty years ago, Beethoven had babies and now babies of beethoven and beethoven second are turning 30 years greater here on the 30 years greater podcast where we are going back 30 years in the past to talk about movies from the 1990s i'm josh wiggler rolling over with rob sesternino yeah <laughs> we're ready woof woof be- be- woof woof uh beethoven second we're putting the bay back in beethoven yeah uh, lots of l- romance in beethoven second can i be really honest with you about beethoven second i was really uncomfortable watching so much of this movie yeah uh, no, there's like a lot of doggy love in a way that made look who's talking now seem pretty tame. Yeah, I don't know uh, if I would show this to my kids. I don't think you should. I don't think there's a lot of mature content. Uh, when I uh, rented it on Amazon Prime Video, which is one of the like underrated They're making comp- so much money from us. The, that was what I was just going to say is like one of the underrated components of doing 30 years graders. I feel like we are directly uh supporting uh jeff bezos entire lifestyle like i think it's like you and me he heard about this podcast he's like finally yes now i can finally be making that sweet beethoven second rental money subsidize Mm -hmm. um whole bunch of new rockets yeah Yeah, we are definitely funding the next blue comet or whatever uh as beethoven no uh, no red rockets in this movie no red rock well it's certainly none that you see luckily uh but it's I all think implied it's this, the, the implication of several red rockets for sure uh happens in this movie yeah uh when i rented it though uh there was uh it was it was listed as like uh, i should actually even just like pull this up to get yeah. this exactly right but i i rented beethoven second uh, and one of the ways in which it was categorized, comedy, romance, serious is what it says serious. on Prime Video. Comedy, romance, and serious. Uh, a serious film, Beethoven's mm-hmm. second, that we are going to seriously discuss here on 30 Years Greater. A serious success. Yeah, was Beethoven's second a huge hit? Uh, it made over $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> Made $118 million. Wow. 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 Beethoven second, uh, $15 million budget, $118.2 million box office return. I don't know what the budget was uh, for the original Beethoven. Beethoven. 
Yeah, uh, I don't have those figures in front of me. Yeah. Made a um, uh, look a hundred forty seven million dollars it made at the box office. I don't know if we have budget numbers. for No, but we talked about one. I mean, if you think about the the look who's talking franchise and the precipitous drop in uh, box office returns or even something like Sister Act two uh, that we t- discussed a couple of weeks ago and what the uh, the drop from Sister Act one to two is like. Yeah. Just a $30 million drop ain't bad for Beethoven's second. I feel like that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense why there would be a uh, a storied Beethoven How far did we go franchise. out in, in the Beethoven film franchise? I'm going to guess uh, we, uh, there are great... five Beethoven movies. Okay. Five Beethoven movies is your guess. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Ready. Here, here's what we've got. We've got 1992's Beethoven. We have 1993's Beethoven's Second. That we'll talk about today. That we'll discuss today on 30 Years Greater. Subscribe and rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Mm-hmm. Beethoven's Third. It is a seven-year wait for Beethoven's Third. Oh, my third. God. 2000 is That's Beethoven's like 49 third. dog years later. Yeah. Original Beethoven uh, actor Chris, who plays Beethoven, Chris the dog, uh, I I don't know if Chris the dog was still alive yeah. by the time of Beethoven's third, but he was replaced by oh the time gosh. of Beethoven's third by a dog named, and this doesn't Not my great. Beethoven. No, the dog who put, not our Beethoven, the dog who replaces Beethoven for Beethoven, Beethoven's third, seven years greater beyond Beethoven's second, is named Cujo, like the killer dog from Stephen <laughs> okay. King. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know if the tone of the Beethoven dun, franchise. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Big twist. Uh, starring Judge Reinhold is the new lead. I could see that. I could see the that. Beethoven yeah. franchise. So Beethoven's third. A year later, Beethoven's fourth. I get the sense Charles Grodin hated every second of working in the Beethoven films. Yeah. I don't think he could have gotten out of there fast enough. I think he, I mean, he stops working as an actor pretty much uh, right around uh, this time. I think mm-hmm. he has Clifford still coming up, and then he like he does, does another couple... dog movie. Uh, well, Clifford isn't the dog movie. Oh. Clifford, Clifford, we'll talk about for sure next okay. year. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, the big red dog, Clifford, would be a wild choice. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just like I'm just doing dog movies from now on. It's just dog movies for me, Charles Grodin, for the rest of my life. Beethoven's Fifth does exist. Cujo is not asked back to play Beethoven. J.S. Bark is the new Beethoven oh. actor for 2003's. That's uh, the dog, J.S. Bark? Yeah, J. period S. period Bark. B-A-R-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. What do you mean J.S. Bark has bite? Uh, is <laughs> the Beethoven of Beethoven's fifth. That's 2003. So 2000, 2001, and 2003... The Beethoven film franchise continues. All right. Rob, Beethoven returns in Beethoven's big break in 2008. We are up to six Beethoven movies. This is listed as the reboot series for Beethoven. It's a hot IP. Cujo returns uh, for Beethoven's big break. Cujo is back in the role of Beethoven. Whether or not this is the same Cujo... Could be the Beethoven multiverse at this point. Yeah, it's definitely possible. There is uh, Beethoven's Christmas Adventure in 2011. 
yeah. in in which Beethoven is alternately voiced by D. Bradley Baker, who is a famous. You mean he uh, was voiced? Yes, and Tom Arnold also voices Beethoven. <laughs> in Beethoven's talk. Christmas Adventure. Well, not yet. Yeah, you know he's alive still in 2011, so mm-hmm. a lot you know might be ha- like scientific experiments. Beethoven's treasure, uh, treasure tale in 2014, which also sees the return of Cujo, is up until now the final installment okay. in the so Beethoven far. film so franchise. There's yeah. also an animated series that came out in 1994. So yeah. a storied franchise, uh, five films was your guess. It's eight feature films in the Beethoven film franchise. Too much Beethoven? Like, do we even have like a... Are, are we like contributing to a huge systemic no. problem if we pitch a new Beethoven movie today? I think that maybe what we'll do. Uh, I think that Beethoven. I don't Death know if it's a Beethoven? movie. Maybe if it's Beethoven the TV series. I think we have not. Really, we did the animated show, but I think we need to think about maybe live action um, Beethoven TV, live action TV adaptation. All right, we should think of like a streaming platform because that's going to mm-hmm. dictate tone. I think could be a huge IP. But huge IP. Yeah. All right. Beethoven second. Uh, do we need to like re, uh, like familiarize ourselves with the sure. events of Beethoven one? I think to some extent, right? Okay, so Beethoven is about the Newton family. Uh, the mm-hmm. Newton family, uh, uh, with patriarch George Newton, played by the late great Charles Grodin, mm-hmm. who is how old would you guess Charles Grodin is in making the Beethoven movies? Okay, uh, well, they come out back-to-back, really, 92 and 93. This so. is a common tale, huh? Like yeah. the 92 into 93. Uh, it's Wayne's like, World's all right, it's hot, bang it out. Yeah, uh, I think actually out. Wayne's World 1 was 91, actually. Um, okay, yeah. Um, but I would say that, uh, I'm going to say that Charles Grodin is 50 years young. 50 years young, Charles Grodin at the time of making Beethoven's mm-hmm. second. He is 58 years old. Oh, look, look at him. Beethoven's second. I think that Charles Grodin, there's never been a younger looking 58 year old on the planet than when yeah. Charles Grodin. How old is Bonnie Hunt, his wife? Because I feel Bonnie, like Bonnie Hunt's like 30. She's like 30 yeah. years old. Because I feel like this like is a very that. young Bonnie Hunt. It's a very young Bonnie Hunt. Uh, Bonnie Hunt, who is Alice Newton, is married to a nearly 60 year old but 45 year old yeah. looking Charles yeah. so Grodin. uh Bonnie Hunt is uh 62 now yeah. which would put her at about 32 years 32. old uh, the, yeah. the math's really easy when you just have to take 30 away mm-hmm. uh, and they're playing the same age in the movie the exact same age <laughs> separated by 30 years and you know, IRL. I, I watched the movie I I, I was like whoa oh yeah. my god how old yeah. is I feel like Charles Grodin like uh he like aged in dog years uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, like sort of in the way that like, oh, well, that dog is, you know, very old for being a dog, but kind of still just like looks like a dog. Mm-hmm. Charles Grodin, I think, just like settled into looking like 40 years adjacent and yeah. stayed there for a long time. Man, I should Pretty be amazing. so lucky. Yeah. 58 years young, Charles Grodin as George Newton, patriarch of the Newton family. With such members as Rice. Rice is uh, the oldest daughter's name. R-Y-C-E. Rice. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. White Rice Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> played by Nicole Tom, 
who would have a great acclaim with uh, SAG-AFTRA president uh, uh, Fran Drescher as a series regular in 141 episodes of The Nanny, beginning yep. the same year that Beethoven's second begins as uh, mm -hmm. Maggie Sheffield. Uh, so she's going to have a really good uh, run in the 90s. Rice. Yeah. Um, Ted, little Ted Newton. He's the middle child. He's the young the young man. He is uh, also going to have a great sitcom run in the 90s as Mark on Step by Step. Were you a okay. Step by Step guy? Um, not particularly. What's that? Suzanne Summers and... Um, Patrick is Duffy. It Yes, yeah, Patrick Duffy. Cousin uh, Cody, who was yeah. a pro who a problem problems with cousin Cody. Yeah. So yeah, I remember the show, but I was not uh I don't think it was a beloved show for me. Yeah. Uh so opening he, credits involve a roller coaster. Yeah, we'll make it better a second time around. Yeah. yeah. Part of the TGIF lineup. Sure. Um who do you think was in more episodes of their respective show? Do you think that Christopher Castile uh was in more episodes of step by step or do you think nicole tom was in more episodes of the nanny what um would you guess what's your instinct i'm gonna guess uh the nanny okay you are mm -hmm. you are wrong uh, you were wrong by it. an order of almost 20 episodes oh my god yeah which uh, feels it doesn't feel real to me 146 episodes total of the nanny and mm -hmm. how many total episodes on Step by Step? <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea. It's 160 no, episodes yeah. of Step by Step. Okay. I was uh, uh, off. My my step count was off. You were off. Yeah. You're, you you were off your step. Off your step. Yeah. Then there's the baby. Uh, yeah. Emily. Emily. Emily Newton. Uh, and in the original Beethoven, they end up acquiring a Saint Bernard named Beethoven. Like and how the, do they get the St. Bernard Beethoven? Yeah. Uh, the St. Bernard Beethoven uh, comes into their life because uh, he's escaped from a pet store okay. uh, when he is stolen as a puppy by a group of thieves. Thieves, thieves uh, take Beethoven. Beethoven yeah. escapes. Beethoven finds the Newtons. The Newtons try to hide Beethoven from their surly 45-year-old yeah. looking 60-year-old dad. Right, uh, and the kids he, love Beethoven. He's he a good dad. Beethoven. He's like, ah, oh, like oh, I, I hate this dog, but <laughs> my kids, but my like kids it. love him. Yeah. Relatable. This is relatable. Yeah. Of like, there's a lot of things of like, you know, I, I don't like it, but my kids are, yeah, like, they'll, they'll be sad. So I don't yeah. want to be, I don't want my kids to hate me. So all right, I'll just put up with it. Do kids love Beethoven just generally? Do you I think, think so. I think that the, look, because kid, what? I mean, we have a dog, and yeah. we have a dog because I'm like, oh, well, my kids want a dog, so yeah, uh, we'll get a dog. Ironically, I think I like the dog maybe the most out of the family. Really, uh, you think so? I don't know. I think that my kids like the idea, but they don't like do anything with the dog. Like they like having the dog around. Yeah, they wouldn't like vote the dog out, but they don't like have any responsibility with it. But the if dog, it came down like, to like your, you keep the dog, but only if you're gonna walk the dog and not do all the things around. Yeah, the I dog. was like, oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna teach my kids about responsibility. No, it's it's just more. It, ta it taught me more about responsibility. Yeah, I was say, like, what did it teach you? It's like more like okay, Rob. Here's another thing for you to do. <laughs> uh huh, mm -hmm. Carmela. Yeah. 
yeah, that's where's, really what. Where's Carmella on the um, the spectrum of Beethoven, the Saint Bernard, and Reyes the Ferret on like a size level? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, probably like uh, kind of in the middle. Okay. Definitely, that's like, like the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, you go from Reyes the Ferret to yeah, Carmella, mid size, mid size. like Saint Bernard. Uh, how much does a Beethoven weigh? You think? 145 pounds. 145 pounds easily easily yeah. at least bare minimum how much okay. does a saint bernard weigh is a great question to ask the internet if you've got a second uh how much does a saint bernard cost yeah, yeah. how much does a saint bernard weigh you could like um, lift you could lift look at uh, you 140 bernard. to 180 pounds yeah i clocked that i look mm -hmm. i took one look at beethoven i said you're 145 yeah. pounds that's like me yeah yeah Mm -hmm. <laughs> who would win in a fight you or beethoven the dog would kill me <laughs> i don't even know how i would beat a dog in a fight yeah i don't think you'd stand a chance to be honest i don't mm -hmm. think i would stand a chance either i think most of us fall to to beethoven which i think is one of the lessons that is learned over the course of the original beethoven yeah. the original beethoven versus beethoven's second rob i think that these are actually very similar to um, the disparity between Sister Act 1 and Sister Act 2 back in the habit. Yes. Insofar as Sister Act 1 has a prominent storyline featuring mobster Harvey Keitel. Uh, yeah. there's, there's guns and intrigue and crime. And in the original Beethoven, we're talking about theft. We're talking about criminals. The end of the original Beethoven was traumatic for me when I oh watched it in theaters. Dr. Herman Varnick, who is trying to like do surgery on uh, on Beethoven for reasons I can't quite remember. He tries to like operate on him and then he gets thwarted. He has a gun on oh. Charles Grodin. Well, he didn't get neutered. I'll tell you, he didn't have that operation. He didn't do that. He has a gun on Charles Grodin and then Beethoven, like, uh, first of all, the kid, uh, Ted drives a car into the doctor's office and like destroys a wall and scares Dr. Herman Varnick, the bad guy. But then I think Beethoven like flips over a table that is filled with syringes, like probably like mm -hmm. 40 syringes and they go flying into Dr. Herman Varnick's chest and he just gets skewered by syringes. And it was oh a terrifying God. sight. Yeah. A terrifying okay. sight for a young Josh Wigler. Yeah. Scarier so, than anything I saw in Terminator 2. So you feel like that... Um, that nothing like this in Beethoven's second. Well, we talked about the very end. Yeah, in Sister Act 2, that uh, we felt like that they were really missing like an antagonist yes. in Sister Act yes. 2. Um, but I, I feel that we have a, a strong enough antagonist here and yeah. a, you know, a love story, star-crossed dog lovers uh, that... I, so I feel like that... Uh, from a script perspective, I didn't think that uh, Beethoven second was like um, missing anything. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like um, Beethoven second feels like it's just sort of a slice of life. You know, Beethoven's no. first. How dare you? Beethoven's first feels like an adventure. Feels like there's danger. You know, what do you mean? they've got that that the, the mother of Beethoven's children is kidnapped. Yeah, but we don't really spend much time on that, I feel like. In Beethoven's second, like, and she's not really, is she? Because then Debbie Mazar is the bad guy in Beethoven's second. And the mm -hmm. plot of Beethoven's second is that Beethoven falls in love with Debbie Mazar's dog. Uh, they're yeah. both St. Bernard's. And I believe, uh, is it Missy? 
is Missy the name of the Saint Bernard? It's Beethoven we'll and Missy. That. We'll yeah, that. <laughs> I think that's right. Didn't uh, block the name of Beethoven's love interest. Yeah, and here you are saying Beethoven's second is airtight. It is. There's no plot hole in this movie, Josh. Um, <laughs> except for the fact that, uh, so that the girl Beethoven, yeah, seems to be, yeah, the property of um, a man who is Kevin being, Dunn. yeah, who is getting divorced from Debbie Mazar's character. Yeah. Um, he feeds her ice cream, which I don't know. I personally like. I think that's a bad idea to give dairy to a Saint Bernard. Personally. Yeah. To any uh, but, dog, but I do feel like you are really <laughs> you're playing with fire, hard yeah. soft serve, yeah. right? And so um, I think it was hard serve. I don't think it was. Uh, well, like it's gonna that. be soft serve, yeah, <laughs> eventually. Um, and um, that he loves his dog, uh, and Debbie Mazer, like just to uh, mess with this guy, is gonna steal the dog away from him, who happens to be Beethoven's love interest. Yeah. Seem like uh, the the dog proper dog owner ever gets the girl Beethoven back? No, well, no, the proper dog owner. I do, I do think uh, Kevin Dunn, who's terrific in so many things. Veep, I think, really well known for. I know him uh, for being the guy who predicts that the world will end on New Year's Eve in Ghostbusters Two. Yeah, and also he demands uh, a chicken salad plate at a diner in Lost and says no dark meat he just wants the white meat and i remember mm. mike bloom and i were scandalized by that on down the hatch you have any idea how much work it would take to pick the dark like you can't separate out the chicken salad it's already made anyway mm -hmm. yeah. uh by the end of the movie i do think he has missy but i don't think that missy has any of her kids like she has to come uh... over and like <laughs> they have to befriend the newtons in order to have access to all of the children it's like they didn't even like give her like a couple there's so many beethoven yeah little bait okay, so then i guess there are no plot holes <laughs> it's an airtight movie yeah uh, um so by the end of the first beethoven they have beethoven and then that sets us up for beethoven okay. second and it's really it really is a journey of uh 45 year old looking 60 year old charles groden falling as hard for beethoven as the rest of yeah. the family but it's always with a little bit of that like lethal weapon danny glover oh, i'm too old for this shit too old to have all these i don't need Saint all Bernards these at my house <laughs> so many saint bernards yeah and there should be a law though right you can't have eight saint bernards at your house right like for safety i mean i think you forever for everybody yeah i think really like uh you know maybe two saint bernards max that should be the rule yeah, I, the Beethoven I mean, second rule. Should should we should there be laws about like how many dogs you can have per pound? Maybe like pounds of dog per house. Like yeah, yeah like you get like I, I think maybe max like four hundred pounds of dog per household, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah, I feel like we're really like recontextualizing. You could space that out pound. also. You could know, you could have like you know twenty small breeds or two Saint Bernards. You that's could, it. You could get very creative with this. This is sort mm -hmm. of like uh, there's a spell in uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Rob, called Conjure Animals, and you can get like more animals if you have them smaller and at like a certain challenge rating. Or you could get like one or two like really powerful animals. And the move is always you go and you get like eight small animals. Yeah. Eight would you rather fight one like a uh, St. Bernard or yeah. 20 small breed dogs? Trust me. You don't want to go up against eight CR one quarter wolves. Sure. I would sure. put them up against one giant elk every day yeah. of the week. Um, um, 
So yeah, I think you could probably you probably could only have like two Saint Bernards. That's gonna take you to like uh, not quite three hundred pounds, maybe a three hundred pound Saint Bernard limit. Mm-hmm. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Josh, there's a bunch of things from this movie I, I really want to dig into. I though. would love to. Okay. I, you right. want to quickly summarize the plot? Is there one? I mean, I think we kind of got into it. Uh, Beethoven meets a... Oh, a very, uh, he, he meets... Uh, what a, are we equivocating on right now? Yeah, um, well, I was going to say that, you know, Beethoven meets a bitch. Yeah, okay. This is literally true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Falls in love. Yes. Yada, yada, yada. Has babies. uh, Gets separated from his boo. His boo, but not the babies. The babies keeps. The kids discover the babies. They bring them back. Okay, don't tell dad. We've got 10 puppies. He'll never know. Uh, The house would be... You would know if you yeah. had ten Saint Bernard puppies at your house. Yeah, you would know. Based on know, how what? many puppies do they have? Four. I didn't count how many be- little Beethovens there are. Ba- a lot. Baby Tovens. Yeah. Um. The Newton family. They are inventors. They're uh that they have a product <laughs> called the Newton. Uh, uh-huh. the Newton is basically like an air freshener for your gym bag. Yeah. Is uh, it big scented? Yeah, I think that may be one of the scents. Yeah. Um, they are like I think very like uh non-risk averse. I don't know how to uh say that as yeah. investors, uh that they're basically they put their going house to on the line. Sign their house away uh for money, seed money, seeds baby, yeah. Yeah. for to get the Newton out there that we don't really get a follow-up on how the newton does but it can't go it can't go well the newton doesn't have any the fact that they like mortgaged their house yeah this was a bad call i mean there's nothing in the movie that really this doesn't matter to anything in the movie the same kind of bad decisions that lead you to get six or seven saint bernards living at your house this was the same sort of decision making that said okay let's let's uh mortgage our house to get money 
all chips our on the Newton gym bag air freshener. Yeah. Because, you know, in your gym bag, you might have stinky underwear and a chicken salad sandwich. And yeah. so, like, rather than thick, rather than throw out the stinky trash in your bag, just throw a Newton in there. Yeah. That'll fix everything. Yeah. Do you think there's anyone out there, like, named Jim whose nickname is Jim Bag? Uh, Any volunteers in the audience? <laughs> Any Jameses? If, if you're a James... Like, who wants to start going by gym bag? Please write in. Yeah, uh, we will. We will call you that. I feel like a a good nickname. It, it um, suggests that you're swole. Yeah, I would think so. Um, then, because of the, all of the stress of being like trying to get the Newton off the ground, uh, they decide because they have no money, but they have like a friend who cash, has like a cash, cabin. Cash poor. Yeah, yeah. and so they that have the they have the Serbiak family that gets referenced a lot. Yeah. Uh, like, wow, you, can't, you have no idea. The Serbiaks, they've got a lakefront house. Yeah, so they end up, like, going away for the weekend to and this lakefront house. so does everybody house. else in but, the town. Yeah, also, I guess, I don't know if, if this lakefront property is also on the outskirts of town where they're also able to still, like, be in communication and interacting with every other person that is also from before they went away. Yeah. I got the. They make it seem like they are on a road trip, and yeah. they and they travel. They all right, everybody, pack up. We're going, and then yeah. they go to. They go away, but also every other person from their school every, is also everyone. Taylor Devereaux is there, much to our chagrin, ultimately. Mm -hmm. uh, and like uh, uh, Debbie Mazar and Chris Penn, Regina and Floyd. The flunkies of this movie. Yeah. Uh, they are also going to their mountain house. Everyone's going everybody's, to the mountain. Everybody's there. So I, I don't know. They don't. That, I mean, maybe. Okay. Maybe we found another plot hole. Beethoven Second feels like they were writing it every day that they were making it. <laughs> like Wayne's World 2? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They and also then, ripped off the plot of a 1940s comedy that they mm -hmm. didn't have the rights to. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and ultimately, uh, we end up having a showdown where uh, Beethoven gets reunited with his love. And, um, you know, the rest the rest yeah. is film history. Regina and Floyd, they, they do. It does seem like they um, they plummet to their death by the end of the film. So there is some danger mm -hmm. in there. There's no way they survived. Right. They fall from like a great height into like a big stinky mud pit. Yeah. And then and the then mud pit like dams out. Rapids. Yeah. The and then probably to a waterfall, I would think. Yeah. 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 So was this murder? Ye no. Or is it self-defense? Um, I think I I would think that it's defensible, but the problem is they watch them get swept up by the rapids, and Bonnie Hunt afterwards says, Okay, who wants lunch? And so if then if their mm. next move after seeing all that isn't to immediately report this to authorities and say this just happened, we witnessed this, cooperate immediately. But if they stop to go to like the rib ranch in between reporting mm -hmm. this to the authorities, I think that yeah. they're in big trouble. Yeah. Uh Josh, this movie uh was released in conjunction with uh Beethoven the ultimate canine caper for Super Nintendo. There was a video game, a Beethoven for video Super game? Nintendo, Game Boy, and MS DOS. MS DOS. It later uh, got onto Sega Genesis. All right, and Game Gear versions for Sega Genesis and Game Gear were developed, but they mm -hmm. never saw release. They were never yeah. released. 
Yeah, the Beethoven's bark was very destructive. Also, when Beethoven got soaked by water, he could shake and like uh, make the enemies get damaged. We don't really get that in this movie. That's sort of like an iconic moment from uh, Beethoven one, yeah. where he's like soaking wet, and Charles Grodin is like, "No, don't do it, don't yeah. do it." And then, very slow motion, Beethoven is gonna shake so fast that the droplets yeah. are flying everywhere. And Charles Grodin's like, "Ah." <laughs> As roll over Beethoven, glaring <laughs> in the back. Yeah. All right. So this is things... a menace. This game, by the way, was panned. Uh, Nintendo Power was a big oh. thumbs down, a 2.475 out of five. Oh, man. Nintendo Power. But video game journalist Roy Basave praised the game's graphics and action moves while calling it a family game. Okay. Uh, so... Let's see. Uh, extra credit assignment uh, for if uh, James, if you're out there and you're going to see if I can get it for PS5. Yeah, if you could find Beethoven, the ultimate canine caper. Is yeah. Beethoven a superhero? Is Beethoven a superhero? I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah. Um, but does Beethoven understand language, understand English? Because I feel like that there's, um, yeah. you know, there's a scene in the movie where. Charles Grodin is talking about how he first fell in love with Bonnie Hunt uh, when he was, uh, he was I guess, years old. And she, she was, was an embryo born. and he yeah. was uh, in his 20s. Yeah. His and 35. yeah. And then uh, we talked about falling in love. And it seems like that uh, Beethoven really takes this to heart and uh, like uh, really ends up becoming like very like wistful around. Yeah. About uh, like he goes outside and stares at the moon, uh, much like a five hole um, yeah, about Beethoven goes west. Yeah. Uh, about his long lost love. Yeah. He also has an American tale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but, all right, but Josh, uh, I have a bunch of observations. To yeah. talk about. It was yeah. one of them that Charles Grodin chases Bonnie Hunt around a kitchen uh, trying to like coochie coo her. At one no. point, did you catch no, that? I, I didn't. I didn't. There's like that, a silly, goofy, like Charles Grodin decides to like cut loose for a minute, and he mm -hmm. like chases Bonnie Hunt around the kitchen. He's just like his hands are out, like in a honking motion. His kids are around. The whole thing is really kind of uh, stressful for me to watch. Yeah, so that was my. That's my only observation from Beethoven's second. Yeah. Wow. Uh, tell me um, about yours. All right. So uh, the movie starts and Rice, uh, the like teenager, she's 16. Uh, yeah. She gets picked up by a guy. Taylor um, Devereaux. Taylor Devereaux. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Ashley Hamilton yeah. uh, plays him. Yeah. And he, uh, I'm trying to see what else he's uh, known for. I don't How know many he... people in Ashley Hamilton's life just like sing Hamilton at Ashley Hamilton, do you think? I think probably very few. Like, he I don't was... know. He was in Iron Man 3. He was in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Jack Taggart. So, um, there's a, like, uh, he shows up and kind of gets, like, objectified of Charles Grodin says, that's the best looking kid I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of creepy. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. He's really, he's really taken by Taylor Devereaux. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, a, a young Luke Perry. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like, I think that there is some 90210 energy, Tim. Is this in California? Where are they? Um, unclear. Mountains are easily accessible, but yeah. like, it kind of has like a, like... The film is set in California. Okay. I don't know yeah. if we're like technically in LA. Do we make... Is this Big Bear? Are we in Big Bear? 
the house in the yeah. movie was in uh, Pasadena. Mm-hmm. But when we go to the mountains, I guess is where. I'm so uh, they they filmed that feels in, like Yellowstone. Yeah, they filmed in Montana at Glacier National Park. So everyone goes from Pasadena to Glacier National Park. Everyone had the same idea yeah. that summer. I I just think it's supposed to be the, like you're not supposed to think about it. I can't stop thinking about. It. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, so Charles Grodin yeah. thinks that Taylor Devereaux is really attractive. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it wouldn't be good at like in any context, but he's <laughs> this is a 60 year old man we're talking about in Charles Grodin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ashley Hamilton looking at his IMDb, uh, you know, yeah. still a good looking guy. Ashley Hamilton's got he it. He didn't lose it. Yeah. Ashley Hamilton now is is younger by a good decade than Charles Grodin was in <laughs> second. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's got a great mustache and some things. Yeah. But anyway, so, but he's like a fast moving, uh, teenager. Yeah. He doesn't want him dating rice. No. Yeah. Um, so Are, yeah, this relationship is gonna, it, you it's know, is far. gonna progress. Like he says to her at one point, he's like, you know, I was wondering like, if you've ever been kissed, he like put a uh, plants one on her in his car as he yeah. drives around. Well, he's got like, like a convertible. Yeah. Fast his parents car. must be loaded. Well, did you see his lake house? Yeah, he makes well, the Serbiax look like uh, yeah. you know. They're so in coach, yeah, this kid is like a fast-moving operator, and luckily, Rice is going to meet a nice young man, uh, the a young Danny Masterson. Oh, now, no. really, oh, you no. really wish like uh, it's like okay, I don't like my daughter hanging out with this guy. I wish my I wish my daughter would meet a nice young guy like oh, Danny no. Masterson. Oh no, really. Oh no! I mean, forget forget this other guy, please. Oh no! Get my I, I want my daughter to date Danny Masterson. Yeah, and then and so it turns out that Taylor Devereaux is a bad guy. He's a bad guy that he's got like a party and everybody's drinking. He Matt then... Lowers the room, like <laughs> yeah. So he brings her to the room and you hear like it's like, hey, come check out this room. Come check out the all the paneling in this room. And he brings her in there. And, and your dog will be fine. He'll just tie him up down there. Yeah. He'll be fine. And then you hear like a door click. It's like, oh, okay. I guess he locked the door. And so he's like Tells trying her, to like. never going to forget. He's like, night. hey, check out the bed in this room, Rice. Uh, she's like, wait, what? what's going on in here? And she kind of goes to leave. And she's like, wait, you locked. The, the, the door is locked. Open the Open the door. Like. Uh, and he's like holding like a big like ring of like janitor keys. He's like, nope, not gonna. No First off, what what kind of door is this in <laughs> this room? Like that it locks with a key from the inside? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Should it have? Yeah, you shouldn't have to put a key on the inside. The keys tend to be for like the door on the outside. Yeah. Like you should think that you <laughs> should just need like a. Like a bolt, latch unless like this is like you know uh, as you see, like some kind of like Matt Lauer room, and I guess that's maybe, what I said. It's or, a key yeah. party they're at. <laughs> she needs the key to open the locked door from the inside. Yeah. Um, Beethoven smells trouble. He also smells copious amounts of beer. The kids at the party are just pouring beer, pouring on beer on this kid. Yeah, um, Beethoven's yeah. just getting drenched in beer. Yeah, uh, and, and he decides I'm going to tear this house down. And so yeah. And Beethoven, they like chained him up and he just is like, you know what? 
Like I have looked at the blueprints of this house. If I just pull hard enough <laughs> on this ball, he takes out like he destroys an entire yeah. house. Yeah. And and causes this uh, Taylor Devereaux. Yeah. To fall out of the house into the lake. And it did look like Taylor Devereaux made contact with debris. It looked like he did. It wasn't it did not look to me like a clean fall into the lake. Yeah. It looked to me like he like. He his body hits detritus on the way down. Here's my question, okay? Rice is locked in this room. Yeah. Taylor Devereaux falls out of the, the, the building, the torn apart building with the, with the keys. Yeah. <laughs> how how does Rice escape? Does somebody bring a ladder to her to climb out of the now? I, I mean, like, are the police not involved here? Beethoven I mean, could probably get back into the house and smash the door down. I mean, like, mm -hmm. Beethoven does seem to, like, have, like, the schematics. He's memorized. a superhero. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I do think that there's a lot of moments in the movie where Beethoven's deductive reasoning is quite impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, he when he figures out, like, all right, I think that Missy's in that car over there. Like, you know, he, like, like he's, like, and he's able to, like, sniff her out and, like, find her towards the end of the movie. Like, he no, he needs no mm -hmm. help reuniting with his long-lost love. He's able to figure that out all on his own. He's able to hit this house in the exact way to tear it into pieces. Yeah. He's super strong, and I think he's super smart, Beethoven. Yeah. Um, there's a, one of the climactic scenes in the movie uh, at the lake house. The people of the town have one big hobby. Yeah. That there is everybody in town shows up for, I guess, the annual pet owner burger bin. Uh, yeah. 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 Because, mm -hmm. I mean, this is like a, like a tradition that you see in small town America that it's for people who are listening to the podcast and didn't watch the movie, the gym bags of the world. First off, God bless you. Yeah, bless you for your uh, truly one of the best people ever. So, yeah, it's basically you know how this goes. It's yeah. like the, one of these big things where they see it's how many combined hamburgers between you and a, the dog. Between yeah, a the human exercise. Uh, like they've they've prepared literally hundreds of hamburgers and it's a competition uh -huh. to see how and now some people might have like okay my dog's not that hungry but i could eat a lot of burgers right i'm a real joey chestnut i'm a competitive eater yeah and then maybe it's like okay well i'm just like uh a, a, a you know 58 year old guy <laughs> average 58 he should year not old have guy. been eating all those burgers at that age <laughs> right Charles i don't Grogan. know what his cholesterol was not uh good. And, but i but my dog is a saint bernard and, and everybody from town pounds. gets together to see how many, how many burgers combined. Yeah, can people eat? Yeah, and how fast? Yeah. Uh, how many do they start with? Because I think I remember how many they end with. Yeah, I don't think that they necessarily have a count, but there's like a giant bowl of burger bowl. Yes, um, hundreds of dollars of hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, they end up eating all but three. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. three left over. Now, Charles Grodin, I don't. I, again, did, did he need to be talked into this? Like his heart's not in it when, at the start of it. Yeah, Although his heart was, might not be in it by the end. Did, Josh, did I mention? Was there any sort of like setup to before we got to the pet owner 
burger binge. Yeah. Was there a moment? I felt where, like, like that we just were in it. I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. He kind of is just like, you know what I could go for right now? There's no burgers. scene in the movie where they like pass like a telephone pole. And it's the movie, like, oh, the, movie is the just pet owner happening. burger binge is happening. Beethoven's second is just happening. Beethoven's <laughs> second just happens. Beethoven's second just occurs. Like Beethoven's second rolls over. And that's it. It just happens. It's a series of things that occur and happen in Beethoven's second. There is nothing that's like preordained. Nothing that's set up. It's just a confluence of events that occur. The hundreds of just people happened. are gathered at the burger for the binge. pet owner burger binge. <laughs> One hundred and fifty burgers down to three. You wouldn't uh, think Grodin looks like he's about to explode. Sport. Also, he looks like he's literally. <laughs> well, about he to... he runs to the porta potty after. Yeah. Not and... great. How many burgers do you think you could uh, eat in a burger binge? I don't know, like probably two. That's it. I mean, my dog could probably have a, eat a couple also. Yeah. In the time allotted, like let's say it's like you've got five minute burger binge, you could just do two. Yeah. Well, I guess there's a little foreshadowing because on the road trip to go to the lake house that's apparently in the same town that they live in, mm-hmm. that they stop by McDonald's. Oh. And, they, and and I don't know, they're kind of they're in the drive through, but not exactly. And Beethoven just barks at the <laughs> mm-hmm. drive through microphone. Second week in a row, we have a drive through microphone yep. scene in a yep. movie. And that is a, does like the Beethoven guy understand Beethoven as well. Yes, as, he does because yeah. uh, Beethoven's like roof, roof, and the guy's like, "All right, uh, your burger is coming up." Yeah, this is a real like '90s humor was really, uh, really in on the drive-through. You don't really mm-hmm. see a lot of. I mean, there's some good, there's some good uh, drive-through humor. In, uh, yeah, so I think you should leave and stuff. But like, I feel like it was a real big thing in the '90s. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the setup for the burger binge. Yeah, like a hot dog. I feel like would made made more sense. Um, you think so? I guess there's like traditionally the uh, listen. Look, okay, uh, yeah. Josh, can I share my screen? Yep, of course. Yes. Okay, so uh, sharing your screen right now. Okay, here we go. Um, so if you see here, yeah, here's a shot of the 33rd annual Columbia County Fair. It's the July 4th weekend. Yeah. It's the 33rd annual 33 years and greater. owner burger binge. Yeah. Uh first prize. Uh it's a year's supply of dog. It says like bicicletas. Dog dog biscuits. Uh sponsored by Milkbone. Yeah. You know, and also in the beginning of the movie, uh, Beethoven, like, goes into the supply closet. And I guess they're out of milk bones. Uh-huh. So, di- biscuits? There's, there's some biscuits. setup there. There's some setup there. Yeah, biscuits. It's that biscuit life. Okay, it's like, uh, and look how many people. I was just going to sh- say, it's a very well-attended burger binge. There's, <laughs> like, there's no empty seats in the crowd. And if there are, it's just because some of the people are in, like, the... Uh, are like walking down the the grass carpet to get yeah. to the empty seats right now, now. Were there trials to get to yes. the burger binge? Like, did yeah. you have to qualify? Yeah, for time. 
Mm -hmm. I think so. I think that there was like a time requirement. How many competitors? It looks like there are only three teams as well. Yeah, but uh, some of the other teams look like um, the that really the human is going to be doing some of the heavy lifting. I mean, look yeah. at Charles Grodin. He yeah. does not like, and, and maybe this isn't acting. Maybe this is just like a like a. Let me see it. Like, uh, look, look how sad he is. Yeah, it's at one hundred eight fifty seven, was quite awful. Yeah, <laughs> you know, during the burger binge, I think is where. Charles Grodin's 60 years really started to <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, just, Beethoven is unbothered. Yeah. Beethoven's got a bowl of burgers. They and they seem to, to give the humans a bowl of burgers. Yeah, they right? give them like an equal amount, the humans. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. So Charles Grodin ate like 30 burgers? Yeah, looks like looks like were there toppings is it a dry burger i think it's a dry burger i dry mean you burger. could like i and really you see these things and you know they have like a lot of water also there's no beverage on the table as far as i can tell looking mm -hmm. at this yeah i think that it's a very dry food event what do you Some think like jo joey chestnut versus beethoven who you got oh man binge? man that's hard hot dog champion versus mm -hmm. burger eating dog champion yeah, I think Joey Chestnut probably does take Beethoven, but it's like his mm -hmm. closest competition since Joey Chestnut had to like yeah. initially thwart Kobayashi. <sighs> um, Kobayashi never really came back from that, huh? Joey Chestnut like took him down. And he's like, I'm just going to take this for now. Yeah, on. he was like the new hotness. And then yeah. Joey Chestnut still. Going. I don't think that stopped. Yeah, I yeah. think that continued. There's another love story in the movie. Man with... versus food versus man's best friend mm -hmm. uh this is i think beethoven could be like a good addition to the man versus food uh tv show franchise i think sure a good innovation and, and a saint bernard yeah you know there is another love level. story there's another love story there's another love story there's another kid um i don't know what uh what this other kid's Ted? name is ted yeah he has a crush on what do you think about I, ted mm. Ted's like very. I was. I was. Had, I was going to say confident. No but, I think, is. but I think that Ted might be a little arrogant. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um. He has a thing for you young. See my dog's tricks. Yeah. <laughs> young Catherine Reitman is here. Uh huh. Very funny right. actress, Catherine Reitman. Yep. And um, he's able to uh impress her because he's like a bully. Yeah. And There's he is. Yeah, and he. Uh, brings Beethoven around and he says to Beethoven, Hey, um, does he say, uh, he, he instructs Beethoven to, to bite, wiener. bite him in the wiener. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. Now maybe again, that it, had Beethoven won a hot dog eating contest with, it's no, just this is Beethoven's second. Beethoven one was the first. No, but Josh, come on, come on. The pet owner, if it was a pet owner hot dog eating contest. That writes itself. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if this had been like the wiener bowl. Yeah. Instead of the burger bowl, burger binge. I think that that might have made a little more sense. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's copyrighted. Maybe Nathan's has the copyright on this because um, it is July 4th weekend. Yes, this is true. Ted Newton mm -hmm. does instruct Beethoven to bite this guy on the wiener and the guy runs away. And then um, uh, Catherine Reitman's like, you could take me on a date. Yeah. And Ted's like, uh, yeah, I certainly can. Right yeah. this way. 
you have a, you have a dog that you train to bite people in the wiener. Okay, I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how do you how would you power rank the love stories of Beethoven's second? Uh, I think number one is uh, the daughter Rice and you know that nice young man Danny Masterson. <laughs> number oh. one. He does have a moped. One thing to watch out for. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's it. That's the only red flag that I see with Danny Masterson. Yeah. He gets his father's Jeep. So don't worry about it. All right. By the end of the movie, everything's everything's good. Hunky dory. Yeah. Um, Beethoven, the titular Beethoven and his and his bay. That's the second rated. That's not Beethoven great. Second. Beethoven second. Yeah. Second. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Beethoven's in second. Yeah. Third, uh, we have, I would say, the love story between uh, 58-year-old um, <laughs> Charles Grodin and, yeah. his, and his love, the 32-year-old Bonnie Hunt. Bride, Bonnie Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, actually, the uh, pet and owner <laughs> contest is actually older than Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. It yeah. is. She's the exact same age. And mm-hmm. he was like a young adult when it first started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, then I'd say then the fourth love story, I feel like, is Ted and Catherine Reitman's Janie. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of there there with Janie and Ted, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I then I, I then I think then the fifth best love story is the one of uh, our antagonists. Yeah, that seemed Regina to be romantic interest. Yeah, Regina. Yeah, I didn't really understand uh, what what their whole deal was. He just yeah. seems like Floyd just kind of seems happy to be there. Um, Floyd does at one point just like so. The, she has a type, Regina. They go from the uh, the 33rd annual burger binge to the climax of the movie, which is like they go out into the wilderness. Yeah. And like. Beethoven and Missy well, are running away. Yeah, the puppies are missing, Josh. And so that, you know how you track the puppies? Yeah. Well, Rice, the daughter, she's like, oh, I, I think I found a puppy poop. But is it new? What if it's old? What if it's old poop? What if we're going down the wrong trail? Well, she spent so much time hiding the puppy poop that she might be really accustomed yeah. to the baby Tovens brand there's only one way to find out if it's recent you gotta you gotta touch it and see if it's warm yeah yeah the heat that's emanating from yeah the film tells people if you if your dog is is missing go out and find the poop on the ground yeah i mean it's 93 shades of jurassic park right you gotta oh years i thought you meant degrees no that's hot no. no And then if you if you hold the dog poop, then you'll tell like, okay, this is recent. This is fresh. It's a sunny day in California. <laughs> it's I mean, baking. Technically, out it was there. Montana. That poop could have been four <laughs> days old and still steaming. The temperature of the poop is not going to give you any information about where's the dog. <laughs> None. <laughs> Don't touch the poop. Find another way. Charles Grodin does say, like, uh, maybe this is wash why we microchip the pets, Rob. Yeah, but Purell's not even invented yet. <laughs> well, find out what happens on the other side of the. Really, I mean, Newton. hey, Charles Grodin, inventor, sir. Um, yeah. 
It was right there. It was right. Forget, some way, forget like, the Newton, George. Okay. How is the Newton, the device, how is that not linked to the tracking of the dogs? How do you not like set that up? I mean, I don't think that, that was invented yet. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, some, some way that George's inventions, George's tech uh, gets him to find the baby Tovens, but no, mm-hmm. let's track him by the poop. Uh, yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But yeah, then uh, Floyd like tries to kill Charles Grodin in front of his kids. Yeah. Um, gets a little rough. Um, luckily. He's like him with a log. Yeah, Just luckily log. that that log is going to be Beethoven's going to grab it and with uh, a perfectly timed nut shot. Now, if yeah. anything, if at any point Beethoven was going to bite anybody in the wiener, it should have been this guy. Yeah, but he just gets like an inadvertent nut shot that takes him out. Well, just I think the sheer force of the nut shot like uh, negates the need. There's nothing to bite after that. <laughs> yes, yeah. should two gold spheres have fallen out of his <laughs> pants to really sell this josh i half expected them to yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think so missed opportunity here mm-hmm. uh, for beethoven's uh first and second gold balls yeah and then they just they fall off a cliff uh yeah. floyd and regina and then they fall into like it looks kind of nice, like kind of like a like hot a mud springs bath. mud yeah. bath. Yeah. Uh, but then that gives way and they get swept out into, into the, the rapids, rapids, the river wild. Mm-hmm. They're just like torn up. You imagine just torn to bits, torn to ribbons. You would think so. Probably they're at yeah. the bottom of a waterfall. So I do think that there's a death. I mean, I but I do also then think that at the end of the movie, Kevin Dunn returns uh, with mm-hmm. Missy for a play date. He's like, oh, I won the custody battle. So I guess Regina's alive. Yeah. But probably in bad condition, which might have been part of why, like, well, we can't award you custody. You can't, you you can't, can't take care, care of a, for this of dog. A, of a 145-pound St. Bernard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't even know how, many to- that, how much to feed it. They're like, why is this dog hungry? We fed it yesterday. Yeah. How is it's it hun- that they become friends with Missy's owner, but Missy has to come over for play dates to visit the dogs. And Charles well, Grodin that... never voiced the dogs onto Kevin Dunn. Mm, yeah. So that's a good question. But I think that maybe Missy was um, an unfit mother. Maybe she didn't maybe. win the custody battle either. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. That's tough. That's Beethoven's second 
Yeah. Um, now, normally we would say, well, what's Beethoven's third? But Beethoven's third happened. There's been so many Beethoven movies. There's a lot of Beethoven films. Um, there's a whole there's a whole Beethoven animated series. There's a Beethoven. Uh, there's a Beethoven. It's a, a Saturday morning cartoon series uh, in the Beethoven franchise. There's all of these different movies in the Beethoven franchise. Like, how do you? There's video games, Rob. Yeah. There's I don't know. Comic books. Well, I guess let's just a little bit here of like, do we bring back the burger binge first and foremost? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Uh, here's all right. The sixty third. My... The sixty third annual burger binge is the setting of yes. Beethoven. No. No. Sixty third. No, I think that our new Beethoven movie. It's a prequel. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going prequel for Beethoven. Are we going to like the composer's era? No. Well, that would be good. Uh, be you know what? That would be good. But I don't know if the kids yeah. are going to necessarily going to like uh, want to see like uh, what what was Beethoven like the eighteen hundreds, hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really seem like uh, the composer Beethoven has so much to do with Beethoven the dog. They really could have named the movie Beethoven anything else. Yeah, I think it was really just the song "Roll Over Beethoven." And they, I think they were like, "Oh, what if Beethoven that's was good, a dog?" That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's really what it came down to. But uh, here's my pitch: of okay, it's a prequel. It's 1960. Okay, and it's all about the first pet and owner burger binge. Okay, yeah. Beethoven's okay. Beethoven's like great great grandfather. Okay, what's Beethoven's great great grandfather's name? Also Beethoven. I, I guess it's the it's got to be the first Beethoven. Yeah. Um, and maybe, but I don't know. Is this is this interesting? Are kids going to be interested in this? No. We got to get the kids. The kids got to come back, and the kids know, are the not kids care about nineteen sixty. <sighs> So I think that the I think that the problem here is like I think that you and I are really interested in a return to the burger binge, but mm-hmm. I don't think that people okay. who are all right trying, I don't think that the people that we're trying to get for the next Beethoven reboot care as much about the Beethoven lore as you and I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I don't think that they're going to be excited about a return to the burger binge in the yeah. same way that we would be. So. What do you think of like? Uh, is it live action or do we want to go like full like CGI for? Oh, I, think that, like, I think yeah, I think that like they're a, like we get like Pixar or DreamWorks involved with the new Beethoven. I think no, I think it's like a mix. I think it's like a mm. much much like many of our beloved uh, dogs themselves. It's a mixed breed where I think you've got a live action purebred. Uh, live a- is Saint Bernard purebred? I think they are. I mean, it's, it talked about in the movie about it Regina like was like, like, hey, the, the, these are two purebred yeah. St. Bernards. We could yeah. sell these for a lot of money. Um, so I think like you could have like a live action component, but um, the St. Bernard itself is CGI. Uh, you cut down on the animal handler costs mm-hmm. significantly. The insurance, I think, yeah. uh, is in a better place as well. Yeah. And then I think that you can, um, with the assistance of really elaborate computer-generated graphics, you could, uh, We, I mean, like, we could really up the action component in a Beethoven movie if we CGI Beethoven the dog. So I think that we should still be live action. Okay, especially well, if you wanted to return to your original idea of like a limited series. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. So I, like I do think that my, Netflix run. All right. So if it's going to be 
set in the present that I feel like that maybe we could be like doing like um because Beethoven is like the the thing about Beethoven is he's a big dog that doesn't yeah. follow the rules. No. He's gonna be making a mess. He's, he's his own man. He's his own man. He's but, starting his family. Like he's okay. out here for him and his. But you know, like now, like pets are so pampered. People mm -hmm. go crazy for their pets and yeah. They want special dog food and they go on planes yeah. and there's a whole pet industry yeah. here that maybe Beethoven could just totally turn on its head. Yeah. Like he goes to maybe like, does he go to like some kind of like pet spa and yeah. just completely and all the, all the other dogs are horrified at how Beethoven, he's a real dog. He's yeah. not like eat, being pampered. Like, remember Daphne in um, Look Who's Talking Now? The mm -hmm. Diane The Poodle? Dog? Yes. Yeah. She would be... Well, I was going to say she would be scandalized by Beethoven, but do you actually think that Beethoven would be able to scoop up Daphne away from the trash Danny DeVito dog? Uh, well, I don't know. Hot. I mean, does Beethoven, like, uh, did what happened to Beethoven's wife? I think that, like, to just, like, tie all of this together. I mean, I it was 1993. Like, in, uh, that, in that love triangle, I think that Rox becomes the uh, the Daniel, the, uh, the, the Mrs. Doubtfire, the Robin Williams, and Daphne is Sally Field. And I think Beethoven comes in like Pierce Brosnan. Beethoven shows up, like, in a very, like, looking very impressive, I think, in that love triangle. Mm-hmm. Beethoven, oh. Beethoven is street smart as well, but he's a purebred, as we've discussed. Mm -hmm. um, he's uh, he's like a a celebrated, award winning dog. He is the winner of the thirty third annual Burger Binge. I don't think Rox has much on Beethoven. Yeah, and Beethoven would have seamlessly handled the wolves that surround John Travolta and and Rox with no problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um can I give you so let me uh then bring in let's let's see what chat GPT I think chat GPT this is an interesting time to see. Do you have anything? Because I do think that like the Beethoven franchise does feel like uh assembly line to a degree. Mm -hmm. so, like what does the assembly line have to say? And then can we yes and any of Chat GPT's uh great yeah. Uh, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a robot dog, right? Um, yeah, Big uh, robot dog coming from Chat GPT on Beethoven's okay, G Beethoven's 2.0. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right, so this is uh, so Chat GPT, uh, they are calling this uh, Beethoven's Big City Adventure. Okay, oh God, okay, so I mean, maybe set it in, in, in Manhattan, okay, and that's a good idea, sure, okay, all right, so. In our 2023 reboot of the Beethoven film franchise, Beethoven's Big City Adventure, we follow the story of Max Hartley, a young, ambitious video game. Oh, does he do the Be Beethoven's yeah. video game? Yeah, he played the S. He was inspired by the SNES game. And his daughter, Emma, they rescue Beethoven, a lovable St. Bernard, in a bustling modern city. So this is not the same, you know, Beethoven no. that was just like a reboot. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. This is our, this is the second time we're rebooting Beethoven from the jump because Beethoven's big break in 2008 was also uh it was the first installment of a new storyline. So we're doing yeah. that again. Okay? And imagine now you like live in an apartment with Beethoven? Yeah. Like are you kidding? Okay? Yeah, like studio apartment with Beethoven and right. yeah, that's bad. Okay. Uh, the film humorously depicts Beethoven's adjustment to city life, causing chaos and hilarity while unwittingly helping Max and Emma bond. The plot thickens when a greedy real estate mogul targets Beethoven, leading to a community-wide effort involving quirky neighbors, mm -hmm. a flash mob, oh, and a viral social media campaign to protect... What, like, where did the flash mob come yeah, from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> This heartwarming family friendly story story emphasizes the importance of family and community connections in a digital age, culminating in the celebration of Beethoven Day to honor the dog who brought everybody together. Uh -huh. I think Beethoven Day would be a good name for a movie. Hmm. You just like it's just a it's just like a full on holiday that they're exploring over the course of the film. Beethoven Day. How would you celebrate Beethoven Day? Burgers. Are on the menu. Binge. Sure, sure. I mean, really, that when I think of a St. Bernard, though, I think of like that big, like, uh, whiskey barrel. Whiskey yeah, that we don't really, uh, play with that at all. Yeah. Should we, should we, uh, throw that in and ask, uh, should we ask Chat GPT, how does the keg of whiskey around his neck factor into, um, into Beethoven's, what was it? Beethoven's big day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beethoven. Uh, so I think that they, it's Beethoven's big city adventure. I think Beethoven's was the name of the movie. Adventure. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, uh, can we incorporate the? Because yeah, that's what uh, the Saint Bernard was known for for so long. And then did Beethoven? Did Beethoven surpass that reputation? Do you think, or do you think that Saint Bernard are, is a Saint Bernard known more now for being Beethoven? Or is the St. Bernard now still most known for they got that like little whiskey bottle around there? Now. Well, I do wonder if maybe there's, this younger generation me. even knows about Beethoven. I wonder if I showed my kids like a St. Bernard, if they would say, oh, that's Beethoven. Yeah. Will you do that between now and next week? Sure. I will. I will. I will do that and message and message you. They didn't watch it, right? They didn't see Beethoven. I don't think they've ever watched it. I you mean, will, I, so can't, I can't. There's Beethoven too much sex alone. in this movie. Yeah. You watched it alone. I watched it by myself. How did like that feel? Any, like any man in his forties uh, so would do. So many of um, these movies you watch with your children. Beethoven Second, you watched alone. Watched How did alone. that impact the experience? It was fine. Was it lonely? Um, <laughs> I watched it alone also, and it was for me lonely. I felt like no one else understood what I was going. It wasn't. Through. It wasn't lonely because I thought about my time that I'd be spending with you. So mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like that even when I'm alone, I'm I, I'm I with you. I think this was my least favorite movie we watched this year. Was Beethoven Second? Can't be. Uh, I think so. be for me. Yeah, I think so. I think it was my least favorite movie that we watched in the year 1993 together. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of like what's even close. <laughs> Because I even I enjoyed, you know, I'm an upvote for Look Who's Talking Now over Beethoven second for sure. Yeah. Look Who's Talking Now has a storyline. Look Who's Talking Now is about like the dissolution of a marriage. You know, it's yeah. about like, uh, OK, like fortunes rising, fortunes falling in the John Travolta, Kirstie Alley household and a, a, a comedy of errors. And can we get back together? And like, can we get back together in time for Christmas? And there's mm -hmm. like a whole like story engine 
under uh, look who's talking and over look who's talking now because they're in an airplane for much of the movie. Yeah, nothing's happening in Beethoven. Things are just happening in things Beethoven. Are, things are happening. There's no Come point on. to it. No, I'm I'm higher on Beethoven second than you are. Beethoven second is last place in 1993 for me. Yeah, of the um, I would say Beethoven second was better than Sister Act two. No, <laughs> no way, no way. Of the sequels, okay. So of the sequels, because yeah. this is the end of the sequel trilogy. End of sequels, greetings. Sequels, greetings. Yeah. I think Sister Act Two might be the best of the sequels. Oh my god! Because Wayne's World Two is so interchangeable with Wayne's World One that like mm-hmm. it doesn't really even have much of its own identity. Yeah. Uh, but Beethoven Second is for sure third place in the sequels in sequels mm-hmm. greetings for me. Sister yeah. Act Two is unforgettable. <laughs> and also, like, think about like the the potential uh for the sister act franchise that we we created yeah we did come up with a better sequel for this yeah. of our seek of our sequels uh ideas clearly sister act two was number one of sequels mm-hmm. month uh i josh i think i got it what that man maybe maybe some of people were like oh rob they did this um beethoven's you know beethoven's uh you know whatever the big city adventure yeah what if they get a cat all right mozart yeah and then it's basically it's like the it's war between the, dog the cats and mozart the dogs the cat. and like yeah. uh the cat has his whole posse yes. yes i think we cracked this yes yes nailed it mm-hmm. got him for sure and it's like how uh like the, uh, but the cat's gotta be named like mozart mm-hmm. meowzart meowzart mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think I think it's sort of in the way that like I mean, Beethoven isn't actually like a pun on a dog name the, or anything. But, like the, that, but, but the but the reboot it's sort of like how uh, Karate Kid turns into Cobra Kai and then Cobra Kai is like the new form of the Karate Kid franchise. Mm-hmm. I think like we're rebranding it. It's not Beethoven. The movie is it. The movie is called Mozart. Mm-hmm. Mozart and the cat has stolen the show. Mm-hmm. And Beethoven, who had been in the pro tag spot, yeah. And what's like the biggest uh like cat that we can get? Oh man. Like we need like a like a big cat with a giant belly that eats Maine all the food. Moon, Siberian. These are yeah. my, those are basically my my cat, uh Lolo. Like she was she's a huge fluff, fluff, fluffy yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a city cat that gets off the street. Is taken in like this big, like you know, 55 pound cat yes. is like <laughs> Mozart. Wow, all right, I have to change oh, our rankings. This is so good. The sequels that we've made, yeah. This it's is like he's like tearing up everything in the house, and Beethoven's like covering his eyes. Yeah, Beethoven oh. is now. Beethoven is now Charles Grodin. Yeah, Beethoven is the Charles Grodin. Yeah. Like Beethoven is like in his old age, he's yeah. like settled in. And then they get like, hey, we just found this cat. He's like Uh-oh. 60 years old, but doesn't look a day over 45. Yeah. And he doesn't like this. And the cat is just going to destroy, Tear it up. Tear it destroy up. the house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Peeing in plants, eating uh, Beethoven's dog food. Yep. Yeah. Mozart, so good. Mozart changes the equation <laughs> in a massive way. Yeah, Mozart's great. I'm first in line to check out that movie. Okay, kids, kids will love Mozart. Yeah, 
kids will kids are gonna be watching Mozart and they're gonna be like, Mozart, come on, silly mm-hmm. cat. Yeah. You can't do that. They're gonna be laughing the whole time. Yeah. Burger does the burger binge happen with Mozart? Uh does a cat eat a like a burger? Um you know what? Cat probably burger binge is happening. Yeah. Beethoven's eating at the burger binge. Cat, just as the as Beethoven looks like is about to win burger binge, Mozart gets up there, knocks the burger bowl over, disqualified. Yeah. Okay. out yeah um i i feel like that maybe we could like uh not have the burger binge because i, I feel like it wasn't part of the first one yeah. i feel like that's typically yeah. like we really try to stick to like the first film I is get canon. It. All right. well yeah. we can re-examine the first one if we want mm-hmm. uh before we before we get into all that all right mozart great idea here uh beethoven second 30 years greater 30 years worse 30 years the same Well, probably sucks. worse. I yeah. think Beethoven's second sucks. <laughs> Made $118 million at the box office. That's, a, that's unbelievable. That's $118 million yeah. that could have gone to charity. <laughs> From, if people would have just paid his money to charity to like instead a, of... Yeah. To yeah. Like call up the Free Willy hotline again and help the whales. Yeah. And went to Beethoven's second. I hate this. I, I hate this movie, I think. Okay. I really didn't like it that much. Yeah. But I loved discussing it. And I think that Mozart's a genius idea. Mm-hmm. Next week, if I sound like a grumpy old man talking about Beethoven's second, then consider that our movie ladder towards next week's movie, the final movie of 1993 that we are going to be discussing here on 30 Years Greater mm-hmm. before we start looking towards 1994. Grumpy old men. Mm-hmm. Charles Grodin not in it. I don't believe. <laughs> he's, I bet he's the same age as that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he's probably a smidge younger, but probably not by, probably. Yeah. Not by as much as you think. Um, how mm-hmm. old is Walter Matthau uh, when he made? Uh, uh, yeah, Charles Grodin is only 15 years younger than Walter Matthau. Mm-hmm. So you know he's a grumpy old man in his own right. But we're going to be watching Grumpy Old Men, which I I do not believe I have ever seen Grumpy Old Men. Uh, sadly, we will not be doing grumpier old men to continue sequels. Greetings. We will close mm-hmm. out 1993. Yeah, Jack Lemon, the co-star, mm-hmm. he's probably uh, closer in age to Charles Grodin. Yeah. How old was Jack Lemon? So he was born in uh, 1925. Ten year, there's 10 years separates Jack Lemon and Charles Grodin. Mm-hmm. To me, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, grumpy old men closing out 1993. On 30 Years Greater next week. Make sure you are subscribed. You will not miss an episode of the podcast. Follow Rob wherever he is on the internet at Rob Sesternino. Rob, Survivors wrapping up. The Reindeer Games. Reindeer Games. It's all it's all happening. I'm kind of... Te- Reindeer Games seems kind of interesting. If You you said that Taryn called it the, the genius of Big Brother? Yeah, he did say that last night. That's yeah. cool. That sounds yeah. like a good pitch. Yeah. Um, it's been very fun so far. Yeah. Uh, well, sequels greetings to the Reindeer Games fans out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Sequels greetings to uh, the end of sequel greetings month. Uh, next week, we will return with grumpy old men to Beethoven. We will see you again uh, when Mozart returns. Uh, and to everybody else, we will see you next week on 30 Years Greater. Till then, everybody, take care. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.